0: Welcome back to Bible Study with John Campbell Eric Walker me <laughs> um, yeah, I ended the last last week 's program saying oh we're going, well, yeah, this will be the last program and it just made me think that when when you are telling someone uh, on a journey that you're going to arrive at a certain time and then traffic hits and you, you phone them up and you say, you know, I'm going to be delayed. And then as soon as you put your phone down, the traffic clears. <laughs> or then the other way is when you, you you say, oh yeah, it's all running smoothly and we're going, uh, you know, I'll arrive at this, such and such a time. As soon as you put your phone down, you hit traffic. <laughs> so it's a bit like that with Bible study, because I, I, I think, right, well, we're, we're definitely, we're cruising along here and we, and then we hit the Congestion of some really deep and profound verses, which means that actually you can't predict. And 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 when I put the phone down, or as it were, when we closed last week's program, Derek said, "Tim, I I don't think we are (laughs) going to finish next week on Philippians." So God knows. And so with that in mind, we're going to read just from verse ten to verse um, thirteen, Derek, and then John will Uh, pray. Chapter four. Did I not say chapter four? (laughs) (laughs)
1: But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard of need, for I have learnt in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learnt, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah.
2: Mm. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for these words. We thank you for the fullness and the richness that is in them. Help us, Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit to mind them and to share them in a way that is easily understood by our viewers, Lord, and indeed by each other, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, that you have deep truths to share with us all today. Deep truths, Lord, which are being recorded, Lord, and will go on to bless others as they find them over time. And Lord, we ask that as we do this, you are glorified and the name of Jesus is glorified. In his wonderful name we pray. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Yeah, so we were talking last week about praise, you know, and with thanksgiving. And this starts with, I rejoice. Yeah. I rejoice
2: greatly in the Lord. Yeah. He knows this past tense, I rejoiced. He's referring yes. back. It, it, obviously, he does it continuously. In this, yes. particular, in this particular context, it's in the past tense because he's, yeah. he's reliving um, this event of, of the uh, church of Philippi giving yeah. to him uh, and, and just enjoying it, just enjoying the moment because he, he understands that it is part of who they are, part of what has God has called them to and they've had another opportunity to 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 do what they are, to express what they are, and for a time the opportunity wasn't there. I I I'm told, though I don't understand it, that in the in the, the the Greek is calling upon a is it a metaphor? Or a simile, I'm not quite sure. Referring to trees, mm. and, and how trees go become you know some trees become dormant um, because of seasonal influences, and they they don't produce what they are until the sap starts to flow again, and the it bursts into leaf and then into fruit. And this is actually what he's talking about here. It wasn't that they were ever not willing to do it, as they weren't able because of circumstances. Mm. And now the circumstances have changed and they're able to bear fruit, which, I, which I think is wonderful. Yes. And it does teach us that there's mm. a season for everything. That's and right. we can't force the season. Yeah. Yeah. And people do try and force the season. I've tried to force the season, you know, you, but you just got to be content, we'll come on to talk. Yeah. If the season is today is as it is. Be content. Tomorrow will take care of itself and things might change. Yeah. Just Very flow good. with it, flow with
0: the spirit. Yeah, and, and it's it's all Paul's letters are his personal letters. So it's yeah. not just Paul dryly sort of sort of codifying the Christian faith, as it were, for generations to come. He's just writing out of his his spirit and, and the inspiration of the spirit. But it it's all very related to Paul, isn't it?
1: Mm. And, the, and the gift he's talking about, to, just to. Because it's been quite a few programs ago since we've talked about yeah. this, that this was the occasion for the whole letter, really. Epaphroditus actually risking his life to get this gift to Paul, who's in prison mm. in Rome, and who's actually having to pay for his own rent in this. You know, yeah. he's under house arrest. What a cheek. And, and obviously. <laughs> yeah having you know some financial challenges and and this this wonderful gift comes from the philippian Mm -hmm. church Mm -hmm. and um it that's in a way a big reason why paul's writing this letter is to to thank them but it's interesting that the joy he this gift created great joy for paul and there's two levels of of happiness that a gift produces it's the actual gift itself of course is a blessing but actually it 's the love that 's behind the gift, mm. so you know if a wo- if a man gives a woman the, the, you know some flowers, you know she, she that might create great joy in her it 's not so much the value of the flowers yeah. but it 's the love that 's behind it yeah. that the, the, the actually creates that joy mm. and so Paul is rejoicing, I think, not just. Because this financial gift is really going to help him yeah it's actually because of what it means that now and i I like the translation that that their care for him, as John said, was always there, but now it's blossomed like yeah. like trees in yeah, spring it's nice, really nice and and it's like the manifestation of their love has has given him great joy mm. because uh it, it you know it, it's or like he's their spiritual father, yeah. and when when the child, the son, you know, gives dad a present or something yeah. like that, it's not the value of the present no. so much, but that sign, that manifestation of of that love, that is the most meaningful. But what a blessing for them
0: as well to
1: <laughs> actually get. Um, to know
0: how much it's delighted Paul. Mm. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's more blessed to give than to receive. So they're actually hearing back from him. Yeah. What a blessing that they, they are able to participate in supporting him. They, it's um, when they've received so much from him mm. to be able to give something is, is wonderful. And as, it's, as you said, they didn't have an opportunity before.
1: Later on, he talks about that they're in partnership with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's the thrill, that they're yeah. in partnership with the Apostle Paul. Yeah. They are giving him into his ministry, and they are receiving great right. spiritual blessing yeah. as a result and great reward. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful thing when people do give in,
0: into a ministry. In one sense, yeah, out of gratitude, but not to try and get something Back, if you know what I mean, it's not a it's not a, a gift, isn't a contract, is it? No, no. it's not an obligation. Um, it, it's just it's it's a gift. And there's a lot in the scripture about the, God's gifts to us that you know we um, we don't um, deserve. I'm thinking of righteousness, actually. You know, it's 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 credited to us um, not as a gift, but as an ob. What is it? Um, Hold on. When, when a man works, his, his wages are not credited to him as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the man who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the wicked, his faith is credited to him as righteousness. There's something about that, which is, um, if you're following my ramblings, uh, which is God's gift of righteousness through faith is not something that we've earned. Yes. Yeah. I know it's, I'm just rattling on. No, you're not, but, you're um, not,
2: you've actually you, you <laughs> set, you set me <laughs> off on, a, on, a, on another thought. Yeah, which yeah, I, that's I, exactly, I, I'm, I'm on the thoughts so well, go I, carry I, on with it. You, you yes. have, it, just adding to a thought which yeah. I whispered to Derek yeah. as we were going on air, which yeah. is we talked last week about the God of Peace, and, yeah. and very much we talked about the God of Peace in the context of, for want of a better word, is calm, yeah. calm in us, mm-hmm. but actually, uh, which is absolutely right, I'm not suggesting that's wrong at all, but it's much more than that, because it's the God of Shalom, mm. uh, which, which suggests much more than just calm, it mm. suggests provision. Mm. And, and and here you see this this provision, Paul understands that, he, we'll come on to discuss it, but he can be, he can be happy and content in all situations yeah, yeah. because he trusts his God of Shalom. Yeah. And here we have part of that Shalom being outworked, his provision being met by the church at Philippi. Yeah. And, and, and the Lord knows that if he needs something, yeah. the Lord knows he needs it and he'll find a way of providing it. Yeah. And this is all part of that piece. You can just relax in that yes. piece. You don't need to fret about your needs. No. Exactly. It's easier said than done, yeah. isn't it? Mm. So this was really, it was, as you said, it's a meaningful gift. Yeah. It's not
0: just you know, going down to, I won't mention the shop, but you're going down to some shop full of tats and you say, oh, I've got to buy him a present, and you're mm-hmm. sending them a present. It was what, it was necessary. Yes, it was necessary. But then Paul said he didn't really need it.
2: Well, because Is that what he's, he's saying? Yeah, no, he's not saying that at all. <laughs> he's not, I don't he's believe he's We're saying, saying
0: that. look, I'm content whether I got yeah, it or but not. But he
2: trusts God. Mm. That's, that's
0: what yes, it is. Exactly. He's, not,
2: he's not being boastful exactly. about, about his, his ability to yeah. suffer or to go without. Yeah. It is, he just trusts God in everything, and in everything he gives thanks. I mean, you know, what he's... I mean, Paul's so spiritual. I'm, I'm just trying to get into the
0: minds of the Philippians receiving this from Paul. And I think I, I've concluded they'd be very, very happy yeah, I think they would. Um, with his they, response. Very
2: very
1: happy. Yes, but he kind of balances a few things, but I think he's making it clear he's not coming from a place of covetousness because sometimes no. yeah, when, you, when people are asking for money, <laughs> yes, yes. you know, it needs to come from the right place. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, we're trusting God, but God does say, for instance, Luke 6, 38, is it? You know, give and it will be given to you, yeah. pressed down, shaken together, will men... Mm. You know, mm. gift. So, in other words, God provides, but certainly in the financial area, God provides through through people. Yes, that's and right. So He knows that, although they they've given, it's really God giving. So He's not pushing away that gift. But I think He's making it clear, He's He's not thanking them out of a, out of covetousness. Mm. He's He's learned to trust God. Mm. Yeah. And and He is content, and He's not covetous for their money. Yeah. But He's delighted that they've given. Yeah. Uh, because an obvious, I think he, he really did need it. Yeah, so now the
0: next question, did he communicate that need to them or, or were they in the spirit and they basically Probably. had a burden to, to meet
2: his need as it were? Yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I think that's what it is. We're not yeah. told specifically. No. Um, but but it, it, it does say here, doesn't it, in verse 10, but I rejoice in it all greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Mm. which yeah. rather suggests, you know, that they're, they're just doing what comes naturally to yes. them. It's supernaturally yes. inspired, yeah. of course, yeah. but this is what they are, this is yeah. what they do. They've now got the ability uh, um, uh, to to be able to provide for him, and they do it with love. And, and
1: it's, wonderful. again,
2: they're doing it. This is, this is their
1: yes. nature. Yes, wonderful. I, th- I think, yes, just uh, in verse 14... Uh, it mm. says, you know, you've done well that you shared in my distress. You Philippians know that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared or partnered with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. And he, in, yeah. in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again from... In yeah. other words, they were regularly giving to Paul. Yes. They were supporting him yeah. as partners and more than any other church. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like something happened for a season while Paul was in jail there, that there was a bit long time gap between yeah. any gift, yeah. and, and now he's delighted that yeah. they're able, and he real, he's not blaming them, but he says, I'm, I'm so grateful that you, yeah. you know.
0: And they got their money's worth it
1: in one sense, didn't they, you
0: know, the whole letter of the Philippians. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it was quite a nice thing oh, to yeah. get in return. You know, he didn't just, you know, send a little thank you card <laughs> back. yeah. Sorry, sorry to go on the tangent, but yeah, it, is, it is it is special that right, they, right. They, they that Paul, you know, honoured them with
1: what we're enjoying, you and know, in this Bible study. God honoured them. God honoured them. Here we are Good talking point. about how, what a wonderful church this was. Yeah. God honoured them through yeah. this letter. Yeah. So if we if we give, God will. Yes. Reward us. Exactly. You know. He's no man's uh, debtor. He'll he do that. Yeah, wonderful. Um, wonderful. God uses them as an example to all of us. Yeah. how to, yeah. yeah, that we should support people like yeah. Paul, you know, people who are really preaching yeah. the gospel. Yeah. And when we do that, we're partnering with them. Yeah. We are sharing in their reward.
0: And, and it's and, not a bad thing to share your needs. If no. you, if, you know, you're not, uh, as you say, you're not doing it in a covetous way, but to share... Needs. The problem is that we're living in an age where, where there is a lot of covetousness and greed and materialism and, you know, temptation, so, so um, you know, of course the enemy can come in. I'm, I'm not in any way impugning Paul's motives, but, the, but we know modern examples of people who who see the money flowing and obviously they, they can get, mm. they can start pursuing that rather than the meeting of needs, if you know mm, what I mean. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah I, think, I think that's it, but Paul is definitely not doing it from a covetous, you know. He's he's saying, you know, even if you don't give to me, God, God will provide. Yeah, I'll be all right. Wonderful. Wonderful. But if you, you know, and it's very uh, moving, isn't it? There's You're a lot of from. bad practice in yeah. the church world now of um, yeah. kind of putting pressure on people for money. So yeah. he's, I'm sure it's valid to present your need. I know That's some right. people say. Don't be like Hudson Taylor, don't even mention your need that's right, or, or George Muller. George Muller but yeah. I don't, you know, God gave them that gift, but yeah. I think it's valid to present the need, yeah. but not to put pressure on people. Yeah. Uh, they must give. That's it. Or, or if they don't give, you know, yeah. something terrible is going to happen and it's, that's right. it's, it's trying to pull people's emotional, c- yes. control people emotionally. Yeah, um, that's right. And uh, that there's too and much it probably it's
0: you know stepping back because they've they've created the atmosphere of the guru, <laughs> you know. So it's not just about needs anymore. It's it's actually I'm instructing you, yes, <laughs> to do this, and you and you are, you have to follow my instruction. It's sort of detached it from the scriptural basis of, of giving and receiving. So there, there there are a lot of dangers. I, um, whenever um, Rarely, I'm, I'm on um, the building foundation. It, 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 I, I normally say, "Well, we've got to pay our bills." Mm. You know that. that yes. You know, of course, Paul had bills. You said that he had to pay yes. his his yes. way. Yes. We've got to pay our bills; otherwise, it's a very bad testimony. Um, and so, equally, if, if if we're presenting that God, you know, on air that God provides all our needs and you know and the like, and and then it comes out that, you know we're not paying our bills, that's a bad testimony. So, you know, we've got to make sure that we, we do things, you know, transparently.
1: It is valid to share the need. Yeah, I think And so. to actually, you know, allow people to, to partner yeah. with our ministry because yeah. they, that's for, for their
2: blessing as that's well. That's right. Definitely, and and when, you, when you think about it practically, I mean, there are some people who are very discerning spiritually and they will just feel moved to give a certain amount to a certain ministry yeah. but m- most people are not like that and they need a prompt they need a help and so mm. sharing the need yeah. and then allow the lord to say to move on you would say yeah i want you to give mm. to this ministry or not
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't be manipulated the lord yeah. won't manipulate yeah. you don't be manipulated by the man or the woman at the front there you better you you, you it's might not, only not be in ministries enough. is it that you know there's there's there are plenty of
0: charities out yeah. there oh, where yes. where people do um uh, make a good cut as it were and they keep presenting yeah. um, i don't know some um child let's say in an extreme circumstance and uh, um it happened actually with the jimmy and tammy um baker thing over in america mm. they 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 used they used a sort of quadriplegic child you know in a chair going around and saying how wonderful jimmy and tammy were and they built I don't know, these enormous structures which were supposedly for the care of similar children and they never, were never used for such yeah. things, mm. yes. you see what I mean as an extreme yes. example and I can only say that because they, that's pretty ancient history in the modern yeah. world of, of yeah, TV is. Yeah. but um, that is, is an extreme example of how not to do it, how not to do it. Yes. Um, that's me distracting again from the verses, the passage, but I think it's important to see that Paul, I, I, I just see integrity whenever he writes. So I, I, although I'm giving the examples of, you know, cynicism that we have in the modern day, I don't get that when I see Paul's mm. heart, you know, his writings, his dedication, what he actually did and, and suffered for the Lord, um, I see it as genuine.
2: And when you and think very about, moving, very moving. yeah, very moving. Uh, and when you uh, you think about Paul's life, he, he you know, he's had a glimpse of heaven. <laughs> he was taken to the third heaven. You know, he's he's an apostle by appointment of Jesus Christ. You know, we we know that the uh, original qualification for, for apostleship was having seen the Lord, yes, having walked with Him on right. the earth. Well, you know, Paul is the 13th Apostle, and, yeah. and validly so. And we'll okay. probably come to talk about them all when we yeah. move on later. And he had seen the Lord, of course. Yeah, he had. Yes. And, and, and he was he, he, had, you know, he, is, he realizes how transient this life is, yes. that compared with what he's seen, that he hasn't even got the language to talk about, he tells yeah. us. He tells us it's unlawful for him to talk about other things. Mm. But, but it, it's just, this is nothing. Mm. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm reminded... Of, it, when the Lord himself talked about the glory that was laid before him, what he was about to suffer was mm. literally hell on earth. Mm. Part of the reason he was able to suffer it is he knew what was before him. Mm. And, and I think Paul has, in a much lesser way, um, experiences that. He, he, this is nothing. This life is nothing. It is a good, <laughs> it's good for us all it, to see
0: us as being here for a chapter of time, to serve the Lord, to honour Him, to be a testimony for Him uh, with a view to eternity, with mm. a view to accountability before God um, in everything we do, do everything as unto Him. And um, it's, it, it, and then you can be content. Mm. <laughs> you're not content if you're not serving Him, I would say.
1: That's such a key word, isn't it? Contentment. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's learnt, he says, in whatever state I am, to be content. Mm. Just a bit of background on that is, yeah. that is a word that was used by the Stoics, you know, mm. and it kind of meant, in the classical Greek, um, self-sufficiency. Mm. Um, and, and their idea, which of course is, well, isn't what right, but it's kind of like, you're self-sufficient, and so whatever happens around you, I'm not moved but their their way of trying to achieve that was kind of by a mental discipline but also to kind of shut down your emotions shut down your desires so nothing bothers me yeah. you know yeah. and just to be self-sufficient so that that was their ideal really so that whatever happened around didn't bother me but it, it's it's not humanity. It, it's a kind of shutting down of humanity, yeah. t- so that I am impervious to outward yeah. circumstances. And but Paul uses that word. But what he's trying to but, but as he d- goes on, he defines it in terms of not self-sufficiency but God's sufficiency, that he's learnt to so trust in God and find his happiness in the lord his contentment in the lord yeah. his peace in the lord that whatever is happening around him whether it's abundance or or lack in his life he he has the peace of god he he has you know he he knows mm. he he has the presence of god mm. and he's lear- he he had to learn that yeah, yeah. and it's the opposite of covetousness so i, mm. I want to make that mm. point strongly mm. that um when you 're covetous you 're never content you 're never at rest because there's always something you don 't have, and you feel i 've got to have this thing whether you know to make me happy yeah i I want I need more things or you like a rich man, you might say he 's a billionaire he 's got everything, but he 's still after still more driven. money he's 'm um, after more power he 's never yeah. satisfied, yeah. he never experiences that contentment mm. because you can only find that in, in, in the Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does, there's,
1: there are, you know, there are many instances of people
0: that have got everything and yet they're, yeah, they're not, not satisfied, not satisfied.
1: And Paul, um, Paul had that problem. He, he admitted in Romans 7 before he was saved, his, he was covetous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was this turmoil inside, because, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he's had to learn the secret of contentment. Yeah. So one verse
0: that comes to mind is, my God shall supply all your needs according yeah. to his
2: riches and glory. Yes. That's faith. It is. But, but there's again this tension um, that because the Lord is maturing us. You know, we, we have an internal destiny. Things happen to us in this life which we're going to take, take through into eternity. And, and the, the other verse I think of think about being in a position of need, whatever that is, mm. is in James, let patience do its perfect work. Now, you know, that's, it's, sometimes it's not going to happen immediately because you have to learn to allow patience to do its perfect work, mm. which is manifest in the trust of God. Mm. God will do it in the right time, in the right way, in the right place, in the right order, yeah. and we have to believe that. Yeah. And And it's by totally believing it, that you can rest contented in the situation, yeah. and meanwhile, your patience patience, patience. there 's a spiritual dimension to all these. We, you know yeah. we sit here, That's three right. men together in the studio, and it 's very easy to think that uh, we don't believe this, but it 's very easy to live just in the present um, experience. Yeah. But there's a spiritual dimension to everything we're doing and yeah. saying, and uh, yeah. which is there and it's real. And that brings... And, and you, what uh, I'm suggesting is that yeah. patience is a spiritual force. Let That's patience right. do its That's perfect right. work. That's it's right. a reasonable conclusion to draw from that. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's, uh, and, and this is all part of this contentment.
0: Yeah, it's very good. And I do like this contrast uh, with the um, the fact that the Paul. You know, Paul's very familiar with the the philosophies of the age. And it mentions the Stoics and the Epicureans at the Mars Hill. And I hadn't actually thought about it in the context of this passage, but he, he Paul wants to engage with these current thoughts, doesn't he? He's not just speaking um, in the abstract, it's, it's something that they would understand. Mm-hmm. But you're right, it's, it's not just being Stoic, it's actually having a spiritual Stoicism. <laughs> it, it's that. our
1: attitude to things, yep. or even I've seen thoughts. You can be covetous for thoughts, or experiences, or things. And the Stoic approach is just to try and cut down. The Buddhist approach as yep. well, yep. just destroy these desires. Then I'll have peace. Mm. But that's inhuman. That's We're meant to have desires. God gave us these desires, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right? So it's not about killing those desires so much as Mm. finding our primary satisfaction in the Lord, which is what Philippians are all about. Although
0: Paul did talk about beating himself, didn't he? Uh, You know, there was an element of... What's the scripture? Yeah, yeah. So, in order that the, the, I might not, you know,
2: Was he or was uh, he talking about being beaten.
0: I no, no. There was he was beaten, but, he, but there was other one where he said, "I, beaten, you, you know, not that I've already under. attained I this." Keep my flesh under. Yes, I.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. So. It, it, it's the difference between desire and covetousness. Yeah, yeah. When that desire rules you, yeah. you're being covetous. Yeah. So, the, it's not that the desire is wrong, yeah. you know, um, and, but it's. And we like it when that desire is satisfied. Mm. But if, that, if we are being ruled by that desire, we're being covetous. So we see that desired thing as essential to our life. Whereas he, what the secret he's learned is to find his primary satisfaction in his relationship and fellowship with yeah. God, and then all these things are bonuses. You know, like he said, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, Matthew six thirty-three, and all these things will be added to you. So God wants us to—that's right. Th- these things we desire, and not to be the central and, and focus. We need them, yeah. yeah. But they're bonuses, yeah, yeah. You know, so Paul is saying, even if I don't have those things right now in my experience, I'm still okay because yeah. I still have God, yeah. and I've learned to be satisfied with the presence of God. And when we're satisfied with the presence of God, God can give us these other things mm-hmm. because he knows we they won't steal our heart away from him. That we limit God right. how much he can give us, actually, That's a good point. because the more he gives us, the more temptation is that our heart goes after those things and leaves the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So he, Paul has learnt to abide in the presence of God and find his satisfaction in that. And then all these things, you know, they're great, but they're bonuses. It's great, isn't it? He says so much in one verse.
0: Mm. I've learned to be content with, with little, um, with much, and with in any situation. Yeah. It's, com- it's, com- it's a complete um, verse that we're content. It is irrespective of whether we have nothing or whether we have plenty. And the
1: learnt could be translated, I've learnt the secret. Yes, that's right. It's like yes, a, yes, yes. Learnt that there's a secret. Yeah. I've learnt the secret. Which is,
2: which is um, wonderful. Yeah, it's very, it's tantalising. And there's a suggestion as well, where he says, I've learnt to be, to be full and to be hungry. Mm both to abound and to suffer need. Yeah. There's, there's a sense in which he's saying, uh, hunger's just a carnal thing, really, mm. because the scripture says, that man shall not live by bread alone, yeah. but by every word that proceeds yeah. from the mouth of God. It, it, he's suggesting, was it, back to this, walking so closely <coughs> with the Lord and having that peace, mm. and knowing that the Lord is the Lord of provision, mm. He'll provide you what you need, and if he hasn't put fish and chips in front of you, then you don't need it. You've got yeah. everything you need, and your flesh might be saying, I could do with a plate of fish yeah. and chips, yeah. but but actually, in the spirit, you don't need it. You're all right. You, you, all you need is the word of God, yeah. mm. and he will guide you, and keep you, and feed you, and grow you, and mature you. Everything you need yeah. is provided, and
0: and the, so. It's absolutely a great truth, but there will be some people watching who feel a bit intimidated by this one because it is. It is it's a re- he's a real man of God and he's honestly expressing that he's completely content. But. Um, you, you know, we're, there's a widespread of people watching. Yes, who are not in that place. Right. So how do you? How do you? Well, I think the first thing bridge to, that gap.
2: The first thing is uh, to, 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 to say very firmly and strongly: is Paul is not talking, he's not expressing it out of pride.
0: Oh, no, he's I know expressing
2: that. it out of experience. I know. And the only way you can experience it, if you want, is to test it. Yeah. To test the Lord, in in the sense that, you know, That's he, a good, he, a good point. this is what he says, trust him. That's how you test him. By and, and in all small ways, in. you don't have to make no. the great leap, but no, just you don't. A, in and, a small and Paul way. Paul has learned that. Yeah. I mean, certainly he had a dramatic Life. conversion. Yeah. Um, you know, not like most people. Yeah. Utterly dramatic, yeah. and and uh, and so his life just changed in the course of three days. His life totally changed, and for most people it's not like that, but um, but it had to be like that way because there was work for him to do, and it was imperative that he was changed dramatically. But he ha- he learned. He learned. He spent three years, didn't he, being taught That's just right. by the Lord. What That's right. a, he mm-hmm. knew that he didn't That's need right. any more. And he was in the desert so that's what's
0: so nice about his letters is 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 personal he's not actually saying um you must learn no to be content he's just saying
1: i've learned learned, i have have learned this i've learned learned the secret and he tells us what the secret is yes Yes. Yes. verse 13 yes which is the big verse of this chapter and i know we we love this verse we apply it like i've got a hard thing to do but i I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But if we just read it in the context, yeah. this is the secret. He's learned to be content, but it's not through the stoical kind of self-sufficiency. Mm. He's saying, I've learned to be content. The secret is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. It is the infusion of Christ's strength in me mm. that... That is the secret of being content. It's 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 a positive force in me, as it were, mm. that enable. It's my relationship with Christ yeah. that is the secret of my contentment. Mm. It's not my kind of mental, kind of stoical, yeah. British almost. You yes, won't stiff yeah, up yeah, a lip. Yeah. Um, it's not that. It is actually through looking to Christ mm. and yeah. and finding my satisfaction in Him and letting him infuse me with his strength. Mm. I can do all things. And yes, we can do these outward things through Christ who strengthens me, but the greatest victory you'll win is to learn, is to be content, to be at the peace of God. Whatever's happening in your life, you're walking in the peace of God. The secret is... Through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, I think that's
2: such an important point. Of course, th- th- that verse does have a more general application, mm. but it's often misused by scriptures. I, I-, I see it, the-, the right way to apply it, I believe, is-, is absolutely within the context of where you find yourself. So, and where you find yourself is where the Lord has positioned you. You might have got there by making some foolish decisions, but the fact is the Lord knew that's exactly where you were going to get, and that's where you are, and you can do this. You can get through it. So you've lost your job, you've lost your wife, you've lost your home, and you're hungry. Mm. The Lord says, you can do this. Together, we can do this. It's not saying, as the devil tried to say to Jesus, throw yourself off this... Yeah. Building, because if you throw yourself off the, the, the Empire State Building, I want to tell you you 're going to die. Yeah. The Lord is not going to change the rules of gravity, the law of gravity, okay. because you 're putting him to the test on this scripture yeah. he 's not yeah. you need to know that yeah. yeah, it 's actually good don 't try this at home yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Got it um, but, if you, but the situation you find yourself in um, Trust him totally, mm. and, and you can do it. Mm. You can do all things yeah. through Christ who strengthens you. So whatever he's called you to, you can do it,
1: yeah. mm. because
2: he will equip you to do it. Mm. But don't step outside that and necessarily expect the Lord to honour this scripture, because that's, that's abusing it, it's doing violence with the scripture. That's right.
1: That's right. This goes back to the Garden of Eden. Yeah. You see, this is how mm. the devil yeah. attacks, because Adam and Eve had a wonderful situation, you know, and... and they, sh- they should have been content, you see. The devil comes along and he, and he says, Well, why doesn't God give you that? You know, whatever situation you're in in your life, the devil will come along and say, Well, oh, if only, you know, why don't you have a husband, a wife? Why don't you have this, that, and the other? And, and there's always, he, he holds that thing out. Why didn't God give you this? Why didn't God give you that? to create discontent in you. Mm. And that's what he did with Adam and mm. Eve. They, they actually had it very nice. Yeah, they had a pretty but good number. he says, God's holding you back. He's, yeah. he, the devil wants to create that discontent in you yeah. so that in your covetousness, you will reach out. And it's like, um, it was the physical thing, but it was also that, that sense that if you push for you know, your own d- destiny, uh, God's holding you back. Yeah. Strike out on your own. Yeah. Um, and the devil tries to create that discontent in us, mm. and then we become covetousness. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we leave, we disobey God, we leave God's presence to get that, that illusory thing. Yeah. And that's how it works. Yeah. And we have to be very careful n- not to let the, the enemy make us discontent as John was saying, we, we must trust God, whatever circumstance we're in, that God loves us, and he will provide for us what we need, um, not to get discontent. That, there's that phrase that says, the grass is always greener exactly. on the other side,
0: and, and people think, oh, well, you know, I, I live in a boring neighbourhood, I, I need to go and live over there, or in a, a, I don't like this country. I go, and, and wherever you go, actually, you're faced with the same. Yeah. It is, it is, as you say, it's a bit of a lie, an enticement to say, "Yeah, it, you, you can jump out of this situation. There's a better one over there." But actually, you can, you have to go through yes. situations because you, you have to resolve. trust in
1: God's leadership. Yeah, yeah. Know, had they trusted God, God would have led them yeah. on adventures and greater things, yeah. and whatever they would have, no doubt, expanded yeah. over the whole planet. You know, God would have led them, but the discontent is like, I can't wait for God. Mm. I've got to grab what I can grab yeah. right now. Rather than just being, it, it isn't talking about being passive. No. Intent, but it is trusting in God's leadership in your life. Yes. And as God gives it to you, I find my big challenge is, is in thoughts. Mm. Because I can be, discontin- you know, I'm wanting to understand something. And... I find if I stay relaxed and peaceful under, you know, in the hand of God, God will open it up for me. But the moment I get covetousness and I've got to understand this thing and I kind of That's leave the presence advice. of yeah. God, I don't That's know right. if people can relate yeah, to yeah, this, definitely. to yeah. actually try and grapple with this yeah. thing, but I'm not in the peace of God That's because right. I want to understand it now. Rather than just trusting God as he leads me in, mm. in life, he'll he'll open that up to me mm. but i it's in his timing
0: yeah
1: and i've got to look, and it's like this covetousness is like this hand in the jar you know yeah You've got to have that thing now that's right and now you can't get your hand out that thing has you
0: yes. Yes. yes you are
1: trapped by that thing yeah so you you're trying to take something and you actually need to let go mm. and and trust lord if you want me to have this thing you'll as I follow you, you're, it's believing that he loves us. That's right. And that he, we are not going to miss out if we just trust God day by day. He will lead us through life and we will not be the loser. Wonderful. We don't have to try and yeah. grab this thing.
0: Yeah, because there, there's also there's the other the, the category of people who, who would say, I can do all things. Yeah, you know they're the they're the Joabs. You know who you yes. know he can sort out uh, you know whatever for for King David or you know, he can take out Abner and you know it's all in the flesh. You can grab the horns yeah. of the altar. Mm. Talking about grabbing, so that's why it's my brain sort of picked up on that. And I think that that that's the other type of people. It's 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 not those who are so intimidated by how Paul's situation. They don't dare trust God. It's those who are so confident in themselves, they will think they can do all things. Yes. And that isn't...
2: It's, it's, it's not, not, it's not
0: natural ability, in other words. Because Joab, well, you know, he's a yeah. great general. He had a
2: lot of natural ability, yes. but he, he came a cropper.
1: Yeah. yeah. Through Christ and, who strengthens us. Yes. Through
2: Christ. It, it, to, my, to my mind, it, it, you know, we've talked before about coupling. Uh, th- there's a similar thought. I'm not saying it's yeah. exactly the same, but there's the similar thought to the one in, in chapter 2, um, verses 12 and 13. You know, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, mm-hmm. for it is God who works in you, yes. both to will and to do for his good yeah. pleasure. And I can see there's a, 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 a similar mm-hmm. thought process going on here, that you can apply that to this situation of being yeah. without, that, that God is working in you, Believer, Mm. you know, in this time where you might consider lack is whatever it is is prominent in your life, Mm. what is the challenge that the Holy Spirit is throwing to you? He's He's working something in you here Mm. for His good pleasure. Mm. Now, once you begin to say, "Lord, I submit." I submit to this. I, I forgive me. I now I understand that this is this is you know, this is boot camp or whatever it is for me. You're teaching me something, you want to I, I'm gonna grow through it and learn something and and move on in my life in the Lord. You know, the Lord will you, you will get that contentment. In fact you might even get more than contentment, you might get excitement as you think this is a journey. This is an adventure now. Um, let's get into the word, Lord, and see where we go. I don't know about you, but, you know, I can throw down a challenge to the Lord, and I can start anywhere, yep. thinking. And then suddenly through cross-references and reading, side-reading, the Lord leads you on a journey. Mm-hmm. And you think, how do we get here? Yeah, but yeah. praise God that we it, did. very exciting, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to throw another little side reference in, you know, where the Lord said, if you have faith the size of a, Mustard, mustard seed, seed yeah. You can say to this mountain, be removed, be thou removed, and cast into the depths of the sea. Um, when I read, you can do all things, I, 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 my brain all, all jumps to extremes, and I think all things. Yeah. And then the, the, the root of it is faith, isn't it? Mm. We, we believe in Christ who strengthens us. Yes. We can do all things. Not arbitrarily, because there's the danger of just you know, trying to do a magician's, you know, performance, but no, but... Tim, you've opened up,
2: yeah, that's a wonderful thought you just said. Well, I'm just up. trying to open, that's why well, I'm it's here, go- it's to try It's absolutely and open things wonderful what yes. you've just said, because it's so yes. true. Um, because within that whole context of speaking to the mountain, Jesus has had the faith of God. Yes. So it's his faith gifted to you that yes. you're working. I mean, one needs to meditate on this so it becomes a reality in your no, life. I've never, I've never read and, it and, like And... That. and... and coupled with that you now have you know a mustard seeds worth of yeah. the lord's, of the lord's faith yeah. which is more than enough and to speak to the mountain i i wonder because you know i i don't want to dwell on this but People know because I've talked about her, My wife has dementia, so I've had to really learn some mm. stuff, mm. and I, I, I've had to learn and realize now, beyond any doubt, that her healing—I don't have to—I don't have to, I don't have to um, bombard heaven for her healing because Scripture is perfectly clear. She's healed. There's a- absolutely no doubt about it. It's never withheld. Mm. You can take people to the Lord, and He heals them. You know, I think of Ma- um, Matthew eight seventeen, people took other people to the Lord and he healed them and he cast out demons and from all of them. Uh, He didn't say, do you believe first? He just healed them. So this is lovely. I want to encourage people, you can bring a loved one or anybody to the Lord. Matthew 8 17, and he will heal them. You have to know that healing is signed, sealed, and delivered. Mm. It was done. Ephesians, I'm sorry I'm getting off bit but I'm going to no, come you're back. I'm not off. Um, you're not e- off. E- Ephesians 1 is very clear. You yeah. have been blessed with every spiritual. Yes. It's not a continuous yes. thing, it's done. When you is you, you, this bag of kit bag of blessings, yeah. which are extreme. Yeah. At one end of the spectrum, they're beyond anything we can think or understand. We will not understand them this side of eternity. But at the other end, at the, you know, these are the healing you need, the provision you need, it's all there, all done. Yes, yes. What do we have to do is bring it from the spiritual right. into the natural it. and co- yeah. now, this is done by faith. faith. Now, back yes. to what you said. Yes. What we continue to do, hold up my hand in guilt yeah. until recently, is we continue to bombard heaven. Lord, please heal me, please heal my wife, please heal my children. And the Lord said, I've done it, I've done it, mm. I've done it. We have to speak to the mountain. Mm. Speak to the mountain yes. about what God has done. Yeah. That's so, so key. And it's also interesting that the rabbis, a lot of the rabbis were known as mountain movers, yeah. problem solvers. So on on one hand, you've got the literal of what the Lord is saying, because he meant it. If you, if you had the right faith, you tell this mountain to move, it'll go. Yeah. But on a more practical level, he's in, in the idiomatic vein, yeah. he's saying yeah. speak to the problem. Yeah. Speak to the problem. You don't need the rabbis who you're mountain movers. You just need faith. Yeah. Speak to the problem, speak the word of and God, they, and, and that's how you'll cause it to come yeah. from the supernatural into the natural. Mm. Sorry, Derek. That no, aside. that's
0: wonderful because <laughs> you can do that with your th- those scriptures you're trying to resolve. Yeah. You just speak to the mountain, yeah. <laughs> you know, this, this, this theological obstacle. Yeah. And um, the Lord said it in two contexts, didn't he? Um, but everything you've said is fits. If you remember, it was a with, with a fig tree. Yes. And you know, Peter yeah. was stunned that you yeah. know, how can anyone, you know, it's, it's finished, this is a Jewish nation, it's all over, and then he says, have faith in God. Yeah. I hadn't he- heard it, have faith of God, but I, you know, have faith in God, because um, God's promises, the scriptures are replete with his promises, have faith, because yeah. It looks impossible for that fig tree to be revived, but you can say
2: to this mountain... Yeah. Well, I understand um, the Greek says, have the faith of God, but okay. the translators who don't yeah. necessarily have the belief that they that's should right. have, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. it made in, have faith in God, yeah. made more sense to them. Because yeah, the no, point no, is, I, that's quite it's true. very clear that's when exactly Jesus rebukes true. them
0: for unbelief. That's in that he's um, not Mark 11. They had
2: no belief. Mark 11:22. you're yeah. quite right. Yeah. It and so you, we realize as humans, because of what Jesus said to them, he rebuked them for unbelief, for not being able to cast out the demon. But he wasn't. But they had just been walking, casting out demons, laying hands on the sick and being healed. So they weren't in, you know, they were certainly in belief. So what tells us that is belief and unbelief can cohabit. They can dwell together in us. Mm. And we we might be surprised to know that we have unbelief. So you need to speak to it, rebuke it. And and by the way, um, the Lord... (laughs) created the heavens and the earth he created
0: the atom he created the molecules and yeah, um, so you know you're having faith in god the creator yes. mm. christ was there you yes. know the word was there without him nothing was made that has been made so you're you are not we're not just beefing ourselves up in no faith. absolutely it is, not it is actually rooted in it, the power of God. It is,
2: and we're do- it, that's such an important point, Tim. Yeah. We're, we're being obedient to the word by speaking to the mountain, yeah. but it's, the, it's God in us, so back to, you know, I can do more than you can think or imagine according to the power that works in you, lives in you. Yes. It's not us, it's all him. That's right. All him. Incomparable power. And, and you know... Derek's going to bring us back to the passage well, yeah, at any moment re- now. Re- rejoice not, not just... that demons, yes. you know, respond to you, but rejoice that your mm. name is written in the Book of Life. Yes,
0: absolutely wonderful. I do remember an occasion, it was with Doug Harris, and it was one of the early gatherings in Spain, and John was asked by Doug Harris to give a five-minute message. No, it wasn't. And and anyway, no, the point was, or, or anyway, I remember Doug putting up, you know, five, you know, like this, and you said, you know, basically, it's impossible, Doug, you know, th- you know I'm in the spirit, you know, and otherwise you've got no right to stop me preaching. And we had a very tight time frame. I remember I love that. that. Johnny, well, we had to get Great to memories. lunch, didn't we? I mean, we yeah. Had to, yeah in other words, don't ever stop John when he's in this flow. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't like to do with anyone when, the, when there's something to be said. Now, the question time. is, we've got our verses, um, uh, from 10 to 13, how, how far are we through those verses, Derek?
1: Well, I think it, we're talking about verse 13 particularly, yeah. isn't it? I can yeah. do all things yes. through Christ who strengthens yes. me. And of course, I can do all things yeah. is, is not true. Yeah, yeah. It's only as Christ strengthens me. And he will only strengthen me when I'm operating in his will. Mm. So because faith, we're talking about faith and how it works... It comes from the Word of God, doesn't it? Faith begins when the will of God is known. Mm. And we know God's will in many situations Mm. through His Word Mm. or through His special guidance in our life, like God specifically guided Jesus to speak to the fig tree. He gave him the faith. It was really a gift of faith in that case. But Jesus didn't randomly go around cursing fig trees. So it's as we... He will only strengthen us. So, as God, uh, as we, as He calls us to do something, we know it's His will to do something. Mm. Um, maybe it's to love our neighbor or what it is. He mm. will strengthen us to do it if it's His will to do it. So, this, it's the fleshly, I can do all things. Yes, yeah. That's that's, that's the problem with that. Point. Is it's it's coming from your flesh. Yeah. But if God tells you to do something, He will always give you the strength. Yeah. Yeah. The power, to, the grace to do it. Yeah. So if God's told you to do something, he's not asking you to do it in your own strength. He will provide the strength. Yeah. And then faith speaks. Yeah. So it's good to confess that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. But, the, but the, assum- the, the presumption there is, God has told me to do this thing. You know, So I like the analogy of a, of a glove, that our soul is like a glove on its own, this glove can't do much. That's right. You know, if That's really the good, hand right. That's of the good. Lord yeah. filling that glove yeah. is, is the Lord strengthening exactly. me to do it. If he's told me to do it and I'm obeying him, his hand will fill me yeah. and I can do it easily. Wonderful. But... If I'm trying to do this thing all by myself, yeah. I don't care how many times you say, I can do all things, I can do I all know, things. I exactly. know, you're, you're like With that. It's an empty vessel. Feeble yeah. love yeah. can hardly do anything. Exactly. You know? So you have to relax your soul mm. and let God's grace fill you. As far as the, the trouble, when you get covetous, what happens is you lose the presence of God. That's right. and you lose the ability to apprehend a thought or to apprehend the blessing of God. And so it's, it's useless. You have exactly. to relax the soul. You know, as you say, have no anxiety, pray, yes. ask God to fill you, and then he will grace you, yeah. you know, and then you release your faith yeah. by, you know, as you, as you receive the will of God, then speak it, yeah. absolutely. Speak to the mountain, speak that scripture. I can do all things Wonderful. through Christ who strengthens me. But that's the emphasis, isn't it? Through Christ yeah. who strengthens. Yeah, me. Yeah, that's the important bit. Without that, it's just right. words. So we're very near the end, but
2: I don't know exactly. So carry on, John. Well, no, I, I, I the think that, the, that it's. I, I love that analogy, the glove. I've not heard it before, but yes, it, really it makes good. it very, very clear. It's very helpful. But it's also. It's not a situation by situation thing. It's a lifestyle. And I think that's, you know, that's so important. What we see in this letter is that all these things are a lifestyle. You're constantly walking in thanksgiving and praising and thanking God, um, you know, for who he is and what he's doing in your life. And if there's nothing much happening in your life at the moment, well, that's God's will for your life. Mm. Keep praising him and thanking him. And, and we need to constantly have that hand in the glove.
0: Wonderful. We're, we're pretty well out of time now. So, I mean, what a contrast to the hubris of of the building of the Tower of Babel, you know, that we can reach into the heavens, or of our modern age, where the hubris that we can defeat viruses or, you know, we can, you know, through our own ingenuity, we can reach into the heavens through space exploration. You know, we can mine the moon. That's just the, the hubris of man that says, I can do all things. But, I mean, it's been a great insight, hasn't it, for all of us to just, just think we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And he's strengthened us for this hour and he'll strengthen you at home. And remember these wonderful verses from Philippians and we'll see you next week.